0: No where I'm proud. Okay, okay, name the name <laughs> is well, I won't give you my actual name until I know you. I only give my in real life name to people I know like WP. So for uh, now, you by way, Charles nice. Oh yeah, Charles, I keep reading Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm 22 years old. Uh, I originate from New Orleans, but my family got the, got the hell out due to Katrina. We got out before Katrina. So I haven't really been there since Katrina, so I spent most of my life alternating between Arizona, which is where a chunk of my family is, and Texas. So, And I would say my spiritual journey as a whole began very early because my family has Haitian ancestry and they're very steeped in hoodoo and voodoo, um, which is contradictory because my grandmother And a good chunk of her family were a diehard fucking Baptist. Like, oh, that's of the devil. It's weird. It's a weird, contradictory family. But my mother was very spiritual. And at a young, I think around eight, around the time I was eight, she realized that the churches were bullshit. Um, And so she got us out of there. And she told us, she literally just told us to you know, do whatever <laughs> to follow whatever path we wanted to, whether that be Satanism or whatever, which is kind of amazing now I think about it. But uh so I would uh, say I actually went through an atheist phase, um, which yeah, where I didn't believe in anything spiritual. Although it was pretty difficult because my sister had a bunch of um she was what my family would call gifted. She had a bunch of terrible experiences that didn't really bode well for the rest of her life. Um, Not to mention my mother always had spiritual experiences as a child. That goes into a deep story I want to get into. But uh, ultimately around the age of, I would say, uh, 15 or 16, I began lucid dreaming, still not really believing in spiritual stuff, but I I began lucid dreaming for the fun of it because I thought, hey, I like video games. What if I could turn my dreams into a video game? And that was... Fantastic. And then I would say around the age of 17, my life took a total fucking uh, nosedive, which I don't want to make this too long, I'm already. All right, let's let's speed ahead. At the age of 17, I developed an autoimmune disorder that slowly over time became worse and worse and worse. And by the age of, I think it was around 19 is where my skin started to fall off. And I became semi-crippled. I was still able to work at that age, but it was just a very big hassle, juggling tons of different medications. And I was in constant pain, so at that time I developed an unhealthy fixation with lucid dreaming. I used it as an escape. I began purposely knocking myself out with meds so that I could just keep lucid dreaming all the time, escape reality. Uh, and then I would say at the age of, uh, 20, it would be, yeah, at the age of 20. And I think that's when, uh, W, well, he's go by, he goes by Charles. That's why I stopped communicating with him and others. And it's because it's mainly because I spent a lot of time in and out of the hospital. My autoimmune disorder reached its highest peak of terribleness. Um, like 60% of all my skin fell off. Uh, My legs were ballooned out like the fucking elephant man or some shit. I look like a freak show. And I try to commit suicide multiple times, um, which led me to basically doctors being useless for me, essentially. They just gave me a bunch of meds that would sedate the hell out of me and barely help my condition. So I had to I came to a conclusion that fuck atheism. What's going to happen is either I'm going to learn how to save myself or I will just kill myself, essentially. And so I did a bunch of dangerous experiments uh, on myself in order to discover some way to help myself. And luckily, it worked. I discovered Nidon, Qigong, uh, healing myself using different types of Qi energy, um, energy cultivation. and. amazing. That also led me to astral projection. Now, well, really, astral projection is what led me to the Qigong stuff. That's an interesting story to explain. Let me see how far am I. I'm seven minutes in. Okay, let me speed this up. Okay, um, so how I discovered how to astral project, I believe I put my – I put it in the – somewhere. I put like a document I was making at the time, a manuscript. But how I discovered how to astral project was something I don't recommend people do. Uh my first thing I tried doing is experimenting with suffocation or just uh, denying myself of oxygen which was very very dangerous but at that state in time I was so crippled I couldn't even work and I was in bed like 8 hours a day so I just decided at that point I'd rather die than keep living the way I'm living so that's the reason why I did that I deprived, I used I mainly used a con, a mixture of cling wrap and duct tape I have a question I, yes did it work uh, did, depriving myself of oxygen—that's the funny thing. I think it halfway worked because I would notice it, it was almost ah fuck. Ah, I'm using too much time. Okay, okay. Ah, speed along, speed along. And I will say it halfway worked the answer to answer your question. But what really worked was when I went on a high keto diet, and what that essentially is is a mixture of. <laughs> doping yourself up with a decent mixture of potassium and magnesium and sugar. Fat. And starving yourself of everything else, yes. And and basically just starving yourself of everything else. Now, that's actually dangerous. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. Did you say magnesium and sugar? Magnesium, sugar, and potassium. Yeah, but keto is not sugar. It should be just fat or something, No. Uh, No, no. The thing is,
0: um, the high keto, the whole purpose of the high keto diet is to get your body to burn off uh, fat that will then turn into ketones. And the only reason why I had the sugar in there was because I knew that doing that can actually lead to permanent damage of the central nervous system and brain cells as well. So I wanted to keep the, the sugar there because sugar is the primary nutrient of the brain. So trying to prevent that. but the potassium and magnesium, on the other hand, was just so that my body, um by doing that, my body would stop itself from doing a there's a as actually a long name for it, but it, I uh, nickname it, and I've heard it nicknamed the lethargy shutdown, which is basically when your body just will go into a half state of paralysis and refuse to move. But if you take an incredibly high amount of magnesium and potassium, you can uh, prevent or suppress those effects. Ah, but where was I? Uh, also, I don't recommend doing that because it, I shouldn't, I mean, if you're in this group, I, I assume you have enough brain cells to know that that's not a good idea to do. Yeah, disclaimer, anyone
2: listening, hearing
3: about this bad idea.
0: Yeah, it's a very bad idea, and you don't have to do this to learn astral projection. You, you I promise you, you don't. It's yeah. only because I was very desperate. OK, but mm, fucking by doing that, I kind of forced myself in that astral projection. Um, and I learned uh, qu- quite a bit. <laughs> I did that to myself and I was able to inconsistently astral project. I should know, inconsistently. Um, and I noted the symptoms, I made a manuscript of it. I noted the symptoms and whatnot uh, that led me to how long am I in this? Okay, that's thirteen. I'm thirteen minutes in. Okay, I need to speed this up. I actually had notes on it, but I don't feel like blowing up. Ah, uh, fuck. Okay, where do I even? Okay, so I guess now that you know that, that's all you really need to know about me. I I learned more and more about astral projection based off that. That's just how I discovered astral projection. Just to let you know where I come from, how I discovered anything spiritual to begin with. So now I, I think it's time, introduction phase over, I can just dive right into my topic, which is astral projection as a whole. Here we go. Um, I remember something in my notes. I remember I wanted to do this in like three areas. Uh, okay, okay. The first area I wanted to go into is uh, what astral projection actually is, or at least what I experienced it as. Because I know some people say that it's the soul leaving the body, but in my experience, um, and based off of uh, Taoist teachings, that's impossible unless you're dead, for your soul to actually disconnect from your body. That's only possible through death. And in my experience, astral projection and how I do it is simply making an energy projection of yourself. Using the soul and the body combined, you make an energy projection of yourself. that you can then use to operate on different planes. Okay, so uh, that's Sweet. astral projection. All right. So uh, the next, the next one was going to be uh, the second one was going to be the different planes themselves. Here we go. Uh, the different planes. Diving right into the different planes. So far, I don't know how many planes there are uh, of the astral realm, if you were to call it. Uh, and I'm going to be using distinctive labels. Note that nothing I have to say has to do with dimensions. And I'm going to stay away from using that word because I don't, you know, I don't want to put in that because I don't know. I just simply, there's a lot that I simply don't know because a lot is very hard to achieve with the scientific method. But starting off with what I do know. So for for my talk of it, I'll be calling this plane that we're currently in, you know, the one I'm currently talking to you all in, um, I don't like to call it the physical plane because I believe that everything is physical. And I'll, I'll touch more into that a little bit later. But uh, for now, I'll just call it plane zero. That's the one that we're in right now, where our buyers are. Plane zero, right? And I believe that through astral projection, you can enter planes one. I've discovered planes one to three. There may be more. I don't know. I've only discovered planes one to three. Uh, the first plane. Is kind of what I like to call a shadowy plane, um, and I actually found an image last night while I was making the notes that I'm not using now because I'm a fucking lazy. <laughs> I made those notes. Up. You're fine. <laughs> but uh shit, is it in spirituality? I put it. I put it somewhere. It's somewhere. No, I put it in astral projection. Yeah. Okay, that I put an image in astral projection that kind of explains what the first plane sort of looks like. That image is not a hundred percent accurate. It's like eighty percent of how it's perceived. And the first plane, I theorize, is... It's, um... Oh, shit, my pizza. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. Thank you, Boric. I just checked
1: my fucking Yeah, he's... yeah I don't know. It's been a while. He's making a pizza. Just, right, just for
3: those who just jumped I'll in, he's making right a pizza.
1: Back. I messaged you read that a while ago. <laughs> so. I was feeling his pizza, because you mentioned it. Yeah. He's, like, getting into that.
2: Yeah. Yeah
1: um let's see astral projection is pretty cool yeah so he's I've he's never been able to really break through it's it's um yeah
3: i, I trust his techniques because he's really really taking the time oh, to totally. research into it most people don't do no, that for sure, for sure they just post shit on reddit and they, they just say bye
1: <laughs> well he's experienced it like he's yeah. There. yeah yeah it's like info yeah
4: well for me I I'm, I'm I'm making progress uh as projecting.
1: Yeah,
5: oh, that's good. What you, like
1: I mean that's great. I I've, I've gotten to like the like vibration stage and I just actually I used to I used to when I was like younger gotten to the vibration stage yeah. and now I haven't put an active effort into it. And I usually just fall asleep when I try to do it. <laughs> yeah. I got. I gotta
6: be. Honest, I gotta
1: be. Honest, I don't even really know. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Sure, that was kind of hard to hear.
5: What? Oh. Can you hear me now? Yep,
1: there you go. Oh, are. that's better. Yeah, I
6: was just saying. Like, I don't even know fully know exactly what it is.
1: It's. I mean, he could give a a better. You can maybe ask him when he gets back, but it's essentially yeah. like, well, like you said, he said, his quote was, okay, see, I, okay, I write down notes sometimes on things people say. It might be a little bit weird. But what his quote was, making an energy projection of yourself using the soul and body combined to operate on different planes. That was the definition he gave of astral projection just now, actually.
6: So different planes on, the, on, like, on Earth?
1: I would add, to me, I would, like when I hear that, I would add, of existence. That's different planes of existence. Yeah,
6: that does make more sense. So are we, like is it going to different points in space-time or is it like Yes. Okay.
1: But but on different layers of existence. So it's like in the astral realm, which doesn't necessarily the... correspond one to one perfectly to the physical realm. That's the best way and to so explain. So
6: what do we what what like do we travel on planes of like light or consciousness? Or something else?
1: that he would have to
3: answer <laughs> i think it's something that's undiscovered still because you know like so we have cell phones right and we can communicate through waves of information An yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. interpretation of that okay.
3: yeah so like imagine like that like imagine telling that to someone in like the 40s like hey i could text someone this message and they can see that that's kind of like what we're talking about like right now Okay. okay. we don't know what it is so do you we-
7: need to know where you're going
3: um, the way he's been describing all his journeys is he's been trying to do that, but most of it his experiences are like within his local area.
1: Okay.
3: And he's you been go anywhere. Yeah, you literally can go yeah. anywhere. Okay. But the ones that he's experienced you can go
1: anywhere. You can go to the Oh yeah. Sorry. Go
3: oh, ahead. the ones that he's experienced have been in his area, around his neighborhood. He's been to other yeah. places too. But he it's better let him information. describe.
1: Th- yeah. Okay, so there's other there's other kinds of astral, Like, okay, I read about this practice one time, like that. It's kind of like pseudo astral travel or partial astral travel, where you don't have to necessarily break through. You can actually visualize your astral body and just manipulate it. Okay. So, it's it's somebody described it that way as like imagine another version of yourself and you're moving it. And so you're okay. actually moving your, your astral body just by kind of, like, visualizing it, controlling it in the here and now. It would be okay. like a partial astral travel, you might say.
6: Interesting.
1: Okay. I've also wrote about this kind of thing. I, I really love esoteric topics, and, like, I'm on a lot of different discords, and I read a lot of different kinds of things. So anything, I just want to keep learning about it. That's good.
6: Well, it's ridiculous that, like, parapsychology is not seen as...
0: Okay, I'm back.
1: How's there the pizza? Go. Is it okay? <laughs>
0: Yes, perfect time to take it out.
1: Oh, (laughs) sweet. Awesome. Amazing. All
0: right. Oh, shit. Where was I? Fuck.
1: And I would say it's that, like, cause like you sound a little bit like just I don't know, like tense, and like it's it's fine, cause like we could t- like if you go over your time, I don't think anybody's gonna like. Yeah, uh, no, we no, I, I
0: don't want to go over my time because I can't. I have to actually go to work at five, and I want to be around to hear everybody else's shit. So <laughs> let's <laughs> do this. Yeah, yeah, sure. I want Yeah, time I'm I'm timing everyone thirty
3: minutes anyway, so you guys are good.
0: Okay, uh, let me speed this up. Shit, I I was on plane zero, the first plane, fuck. Okay, first plane. What I've come to learn is that the first plane, in terms of space and time, uh, in terms of time, I would say the first plane is actually ahead. And this is the weird thing I still don't understand: is certain areas seem to be more ahead than others. It's weird. It's like time zones, almost. Like for instance, yeah, uh, my in, in the bedroom that I'm currently sitting in right now on the first plane, if I go there, if I project on the first plane right now, it's actually ahead by about two minutes, I would say. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Sorry. Outside uh, outside is or our park I like to go to. That area is ahead by about 50 seconds, last time I timed it. How do
1: you, how do you know that it's ahead? Sorry.
0: Oh, how I know that it's ahead is because um I will see oh, I was gonna get into this as well uh, in terms of location, but I will actually see somebody on the first plane uh go somewhere or like move somewhere, and the funny thing is it, it's it's they're not actually there when I you know go back to plane zero until two minutes later. <laughs> Oh, it's like a weird time delay, so it's like that. It's like we're on a weird time. Delay. Oh,
1: oh, oh, you you know what's gonna happen? It gives you future information. Like, yes, like you're seeing it, and then ten minutes later, it actually happens in the physical plane. Like you see, okay, got gotcha, exactly, gotcha. Gotcha. exactly. That's yeah, that's something. And, right, I mean, holy.
0: And the next thing I was gonna touch on, uh, the next thing I was gonna touch on is location. This is also an interesting one. Um, Location and how, how things look. So on the first plane, um, there's a reason why I call it the shadowy plane because it, it's like everything is a shadow of itself almost. <laughs> For instance, a person. A person doesn't look – like if I were to see you in Waking Life, I would go to first plane. You would look kind of blurry, kind of blurry and shadowy. It's hard to describe. That, that's how you would look.
1: Is that your astral body?
0: Uh, no, I don't believe it is. I think that's just how physical. I think that's just how, physio- how plain zero matter is perceived on the first plane. And something interesting I found is uh, you can actually somewhat see chi energy on the first plane, because what I've done is I've actually focused chi energy, uh, which also your astral body is made out of chi, by the way. Uh, or at least mine is when I when I do any type of astral projection, that's made out of chi. Um, when you fo- when I focused it into the palm of my hand, my hand actually sort of lit up, almost like uh, if almost like if you were looking at a thermal camera. It kind of lit up, uh, looking through the lens of a thermal camera at I me. Mean, it's hard to explain. It's it can be somewhat visualized, somewhat uh, perceived. There, not perfectly though. Not not. Um, because I believe you can assign chi's different, you know, purposes and colors, and that doesn't change there. It just, it just looks like light. All chi there just looks like light. Uh, but the first plane is also where you can see some um, somewhat interesting beings there. I've actually seen uh, shadow entities, non humans, by the way, because humans look. Totally. Humans are shadow Very clear difference between shadow entities. And maybe on the next show and tell, I'll go over um, ent- the, the different entities I met on the different planes. But uh, For see. the sake of time, for the sake of time, I'll move, I'll move along. Um, next is the second plane. The second plane is where – that is where you, uh, I believe – The second plane is where I believe things – it it, it follows an almost different law of physics. (laughs) Things are very different there. On on the first plane, you're able to somewhat levitate and fly, but it takes an enormous amount of energy to – it takes an enormous amount of chi to do that, is the saying. It takes an enormous amount of energy even just to reach there, which I also should have probably went over. I forgot. So if I can just go back there for a second. Energy. No, actually no, I'll wait till I'll wait till the end. I'll wait till the end.
1: All right. It's effortless. It's effortless.
0: The second plane is near effortless. Effortless. Oh, sweet. Because it doesn't take as much energy. And the second plane, not only just to get there, but you know, things like flying, levitating, shape shifting, all of that, it takes way less energy. Um also, oh yeah, this piece is good. Uh, the second plane is where you'll meet a very large amount. I, I've met the most entities probably on the second plane than anywhere else. So that's where you'll meet. Uh, and I've had a bunch of experiences with those, mostly negative, but also some positive. Some positive. Uh, this, yeah, that, that's the, But that's the, the second plane. And I believe the second plane, I, I'm not sure, but I think it has something to do with it just – following more the laws of imagination than the laws of physics. It's weird to explain. Also, in terms of time, time is very, uh, (laughs) very, very difficult. Some time zones are ahead by a few minutes. Um, uh, Some, uh, it it, it changes, like at least on the first plane, it changes by at least, you know, um, thousands of feet. At the very least On the second plane, time seems to change In the hundreds of feet So 100 feet over here Time is 5 minutes ahead of plane zero And then 100 feet over there Time is 5 minutes behind And it's weird Not to mention the fact that Viewing things on the second plane The second plane has very little In terms of location uh, That's related to plane zero So for instance If you see a, a chair, right? You look at a chair, you go to the first plane, you'll see a chair, but it'll look, it'll look kind of like a shadowy chair. You go to the second plane, that chair might not be there at all. There may not even be a chair there. So space is very, very different. Uh, some, things, some things that are here are there, some are not. And some, uh, for instance, the chair on the second plane might even look smaller or larger.
5: So space and time get pretty fast and loose is what I'm trying to say.
0: And the next and final plane I've been able to explore, and keep in mind these are only planes that I've been able to explore, so there may be more than this, is a third plane. And the third plane I would describe as the plane that you go to while dreaming. And I have a very interesting hypothesis on this. Is that um, every time you dream, you're actually going there? But that's just the hypothesis for another time that I haven't even yet to turn that into a theory. So
1: <laughs> that's great. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: But uh, the third plane, I would call more of a dream world plane because how it seems to work is it's almost like everyone is in their own bubble. Almost, almost everyone's in their own, I wouldn't call it a bubble because I don't want to give a shape to it. Everybody's in their own universe, right? And I've yet to find the space in between those universes. I don't even know if there is space. Well, there there must be. I don't well, then again, it's not following our laws of physics. Oh yeah, by the way, I should probably mention the laws of physics go completely out the window. And that, you know, as, as would be expected with a dream world. So maybe there is space between these universes. Maybe there's not. I, I honestly don't know. I just assume there is, and I haven't found it yet. But as far as that, I, I've explored the third. Well, in terms of lucid dreaming, I guess you could say I've explored the most. But at the same time, I've only just recently started to enter other people's dreams. And yes, yeah, so I've had two experiences of entering other people's dreams so far in the past uh, week and a half. I think. Oh, there's... No, well, there's ah, uh, there's that, and um, uh, let's see, what what was the next thing to go over? Oh yeah, energy. That's what I was gonna go over. And what time is it? Okay, okay, I have I, I give myself ah uh, ten more minutes. All right, energy. So, uh, the question that I asked myself immediately once I discovered that it took energy to astral project, you know, and and I also have a very st- uh, stern belief that the reason why people have very irregular astral projections is because they know nothing about energy cultivation or they don't even you know, attempt energy cultivation. They just want to astral project without it, and then that leads them to only astral projecting once every, <laughs> every couple months, having that amazing experience, and then not being able to do it again. That's, that's a stern belief that I have in, in terms of why people may have very irregular projections. But moving on, uh, how much energy it takes for each one. So I I kind of put it in terms, I try to, I try to quantify chi. I believe astral projection is what you use for chi. And uh, I should probably say I'll give a very brief, and another show and tell I might give a more, because it can get very detailed about exactly what chi is. So I'll just make this very brief. Um. Qi is a combination of shin, which is purely spiritual energy, and jing, which is purely physical energy. And once they combine, they make qi. And qi, the beautiful thing about qi is because qi is half Shen, it means that you can give it whatever purpose you want by the power of your mind. And you can also move it by the power of your mind. So that's that's a beautiful thing. And because it's half jing, that means it actually has it's – it's both – quantifiable and it has some effect on plane zero, basically, or the physical plane, if you call it. So that's just a very, very, I mean, very brief explanation about what chi is. That that conversation could get very <laughs> hours long into all that. Total. Oh, man. Keeping it, keep it brief. That's good. Um, so if I were to quantify it, of how much chi it would take. So... And I've actually done a technique I like to call aura shrouding others using chi so I can tell like how much chi they have. I still don't have any way to know how much shin and how much jing they have because you know they could have more or less of that I don't know but I can generally tell how much chi somebody has at any given time with aura shrouding and so far I, I think the average person that doesn't practice energy cultivation or is not naturally gifted if we were to put it into quantifiable realms or respective, I'd say they have 100 chi, right? Um, And somebody who is like myself, I consider myself to be adept at cultivation. I would say I have around 350 to 400 chi at an even time. That's like maximum capacity, you know, 350 to 400. So first plane, I would probably say takes the most amount just to just to get there takes around a hundred chi just to just to get there and at that point you're only gonna be there for a few minutes <laughs> so well and you know time zones so a few minutes could be a few seconds depending on where you do it so that's first plane second plane is about a quarter as much so 25 for the second plane 25 chi. And then you have the third plane, which takes almost nothing. Um, I actually haven't, third plane, I haven't even noticed any loss. Uh, that's an experiment I need to do in the future is to see if there is a gradual loss. Because I probably wouldn't notice if it was like half of one chi or a quarter of one chi over time. Because I just, I do energy cultivation at the very least every two days. So I, I really wouldn't notice if I, if I was missing it from third plane. So, uh, and let's see. I have five more minutes. Let me think. Go over everything.
5: Oh yeah, the very last thing I want to go over
0: is how astral projection is actually done. Probably the most important thing that I know. Nah, excuse me. Uh, Victor brought up a, a while back when I first joined is how people mm-hmm. often talk about it, but then give you absolutely like, like yeah. very big ideas of how to fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, and Victor's connection or whatever is having a spasm. But that's okay. Oh All no! All right. No. You can hear me right? <laughs> oh, oh. You. yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna give a very brief explanation. The best way that I can, you know, the best advice I can give on how to actually do it is to first create a key. And to create a key, I don't personally believe in the chakras. I think that they're an interesting system. Uh, but first, I would recommend that you create a type of key that you can best associate with astral projection. For me, it's blue. Uh, I make – I generate a color of blue chi in either my lower, either my lower abdomen or my upper abdomen uh, just because that is where a datian is, which is an energy center and Taoism. And you can actually do this anywhere, but the datians are just very, very good at it because they're made specifically for it. They're an organ of the body made for it. But, fuck. Trying to keep this brief. Okay, so first you need to generate a type of key. Uh, So it could be the color blue, and you have to specifically give it that purpose of first plane, second plane, or third plane. Astral projection, so you say... Ouch. uh, Do you see WP? I didn't say punch your abdomen. I said focus on your abdomen. God damn. No, I mean
7: the person who joined was too loud. It hurt my ear.
3: I just it, muted them. It's fine. You, you know? want someone to join? Yeah. I can hear it either. No. I just I just muted.
0: So damn. first I got three minutes left, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> so first, uh you focus on that. You focus on generating. And what I mean by generating is what you're essentially doing is you're taking uh the shin in your body. And if you want to know, like, how much shin you have, then that's actually kind of easy to sort of feel for your it's kind of your willpower, if you will. Uh, so focus on your abdomen at churning out a blue, airy, or fiery substance that – or whatever color you want to give it because you can give it any color you want that has a purpose of first, second, or third plane or whatever plane you want to go – I mean, you know, no, whatever plane you want to go to. Maybe there's a new plane out there. You might find. I, I've tried; it didn't work. But you hate. You might find a better technique or something. But focus that. Turn it out, and then once you focus, once you have enough of it gathered, and uh, once you have enough of it gathered in one specific area, you can then just focus on uh, spewing it out. <laughs> I can't think of any better way to describe it, spewing it out from either your Some people like to imagine spewing it out from the dantian near their forehead or their belly button, whichever one, or your head, whatever whatever way you want to do it. Spew it out and forming it into a body. And then the second technique I could recommend is instead of spewing it out and forming it into a body, uh, one that I've personally found more success with is um, using your own body to simply shape it. So... Basically, channeling that energy that you've generated throughout your entire body so it takes the shape of your body, and then simply focusing on moving it. And that tends to work best. And if you fail, most of the time the only reason why I would usually fail is because I didn't have enough, particularly if you're trying to go to the first plane. Um, the second plane, I very, very rarely kind of feel it doesn't take as much so you know, by the time I filled up my entire body with the energy, it'll be very easy. Just like in a minute or two, just just like that, I'm in second plane. So uh, that was about in my presentation. Uh, do you have any questions? Anybody any questions before we move on to the next person?
5: Uh, so
4: basically, the higher the plane you go, the more energy you use.
0: Um, the less energy you use. Actually. Oh, less energy, less energy. <laughs> and so far, yes. And oh, also, should, you should note that I'm I'm the only I'm just labeling these first and second all that it has nothing to do with dimension or anything. Probably has nothing to do with um height of dimension. I'm just using it as a label because I can't think of any other way to label it.
6: Yeah, just in like. The order that you've experienced
0: some kind of thing, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, the cool. order in which I've uh, I've learned them. So, yeah, they, they could be something completely opposite. Hey, they could even be lower planes. They could be lower <laughs> dimensional planes, and I don't even know. <laughs> or yeah, they could okay. be higher dimensional planes. So, you I'm, know, I'm what, just, just
6: the me. fact that the the fact that you say you don't know makes me believe you more. To be honest,
0: yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know everything. I'm a master grand guru.
6: <laughs> yeah. I am I am God. I am a source.
5: No, cool, man.
6: That was that was really fucking cool. I'm going to definitely hit you up. I want to I want to learn more about it cuz this is kind of like the first foray that I've taken into it. So, I got a lot of questions, but I'll leave them for people who have already like asked them. <laughs> I,
1: I have an image that shows like um some ways to astral project that are that are a little bit, that are just like some a little bit actual methods cuz like that energy work, it's like, cool if you can do it, but a lot of people just can't do that or like know how to do right. that. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. I should have probably said this before. The
0: very first astral projection experience I ever had, it was actually before my weird experiments. <laughs> it was when I first, um, first really tried to attempt it. It was the rollout method. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Oh yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, so that that is one you can do as well if you don't want to go the energy work route. I, I just went the energy work route because I wanted consistency. I wanted to be able to do it. So that, anyway, but just to <sighs> on that. No thanks. Yeah, that's great.
3: Uh, I think our next person would be Kevin.
6: So I I don't really know like what what is this? Uh, wait, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin,
3: yeah, i Next to speak. My bad. <laughs> if there, you guys want to save some more questions and answers for the end.
4: Alright, uh, so so I start with an introduction or just go, it's my topic. You can just
3: do a really brief introduction, like one, two minutes, and then we can go straight into your topic.
4: Alright, so basically, um, I'm 22, I'm in Georgia, I, for the most part, I, I just, Never. I just recently started going like spiritual practice. Uh, like last year, I was just kind of like, you could say, agnostic, not really doing any spiritual practice. But then uh, last year, I started dig deeper into it and reading about it, about the techniques, so astral projection, meditation, and so on. But but yeah, I just recently started, like, just like last year, doing all, all this type of stuff.
3: Okay,
4: what do you want uh, to talk about? Okay, so what I want to talk about is uh, my topic. I want to discuss is Kugon energy. Okay. I just started back in March, so not much experience.
0: Um, one moment, Kevin, sorry to interrupt. Uh, welcome, Positively Traveling. I know you're new. Uh, welcome to the community and everything. Just
2: Thank you. Hello. Thank All you.
0: right. All right, now let's get back to my boy, Kevin. Let's go. <laughs> I just wanted to get that introduction.
4: Okay. So recently, I've been trying Kugong Energy. Uh, it's, it's basically like a Chinese uh, energy practice Focus on your breath and movement uh when i first read when i first read about this technique kugan uh i was kind of intrigued because before uh, i was watching like show like dragon ball and naruto i was noticing how they focus their energy on their body and you know they yeah, like powers and chakras all the type of stuff so when i was looking through it i came across kugan energy uh i read that it has a lot of benefits such as relaxation uh having more energy uh, minus focus and all that so i went to youtube type in any kugan practice uh that i did so basically every morning since march i've been doing a 20 minute kugan practice uh just basically focus on my energy and such and such uh ever since i've been doing it i noticed i kind of feel more energized uh faster and
5: all so yeah so so able to share this
2: video
5: Uh, maybe after you can share the video
1: um how do you uh spell it
5: kugong is q Q
4: I G O N G.
1: Oh, okay. I would have pronounced that Qigong. Yes. Or qigong. Yeah, Qigong. Okay. Well, okay. We, we know each
4: Chinese. Yeah, because what...
0: <laughs> All right, Got so. Yeah, Mr. Perfect Chinese Grammar. <laughs> All right. No, 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 <laughs> I'm just, like
1: looking for Qigong idea.
4: <laughs> All right, so let me, let me keep going. So basically, what I noticed is, ever since I, did, I started doing Qigong, I noticed any like minor bruises or headaches I have, where all of a sudden just heal self magically. Like any like bruises I have, any headaches I have, I feel like I was doing some like like, like energy healing, you know what I mean? And so I kept doing it and kept doing it, and, and I kind of felt having a lot more energy like circling inside of me. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So I just kept going at it and at it. Then then um uh Kwan Yo and when he started about I started working on it and I'm really making a lot of progress with that. But but yeah, but yeah, ever since I've been doing Qigong I've been having a lot of good uh um outcomes
5: such as having more energy, uh feeling more happy and all that.
2: That's really
1: good.
5: That's amazing.
3: Yeah. Oh, is it time for questions yet? Uh, anything else you want to add, add, Kevin?
4: Uh, uh, I want to add basically to me Qig- Qigong is basically just stretching, meditating, breathing and exercise yeah. all into one. Really.
3: So, this is a collection of your spirit, mind and body all working. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Basically yeah. all
4: your spiritual mind, physical body.
3: Yeah. Cause yeah. all three, once they're all in balance, your body can heal itself.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But it, it but it does take practice. It's not like, yeah. like do a couple of things, but I've been doing this since March, So
3: it took some time just to get this efforts. Yeah. What exactly have but, you been doing uh, as in practice? Like you can, you can, give us a visualization since you know you don't have to show yourself okay uh well
4: really I, I really for me i've been just taking this energy that i've been getting yeah and basically doing a lot of workouts uh hitting the gym yeah. uh being more durable That's good. and all that and uh and I'm able to, like, stay up um, late at night while i get getting tired. Like, That's good.
3: Such and such, but, but yeah. So do you, but like, I, do anything with your mind? Like, do you focus on, like, a fire inside you or anything? What do you do? Do you do anything differently? Uh, well, what I do is I keep my mind relaxed. Try to
4: focus on a blank state in my mind and just focus on my breath.
3: Oh, I see. Like, breathing
4: in and out.
3: Yeah. breathing in
4: and out so you're actually incorporating breathing exercises as well yes yes Incorporating basic corporate breathing exercising and a little bit of meditation
3: yeah so when you meditate um how long do you usually meditate for uh I,
4: for me i just i don't do it too long i just do it about 10 minutes 10 minutes about, about 10 minutes
3: that's, that's good. Um, so when you meditate, do you do it with your eyes closed? Or do you um, have your, is your mind, like, do you try to focus something when your eyes close?
4: I, I close my eyes. I close my eyes, just try to focus on a blank state, not, not thinking about anything. Just just focus on a blank state, uh, focus on my breath, in and out. Bring th- it bring through my nose and out through my mouth. In my <laughs> nose, out through my mouth.
0: I have a question. Um, sure. Since you started, have you noticed any change in your eating habits?
4: Yes, I have. I've been eating less meat now. Really, I was because before I would I would eat like meat like like all like all the time. But ever since then, I've been eating less and less meat. Uh, less and less dairy, cheese. Just more like uh, I've been eating more, like more like peanuts and all that. But I have been noticed. I've been eating less meat since.
0: Also, have you noticed any change in your body weight? Um or not just in your uh, like on a scale I mean like in your perceived body weight, do you feel any heavier or lighter physically?
4: physically, I feel lighter. I feel like I can like go up for run and just keep going at it. I, even though my weight has been has been the same for the most part but. I feel like actually.
0: Another interesting question I have is Have you noticed any changes in your uh, drinking habits? Have you found yourself needing to drink more water or less water? your opinion? Or any change at all? You
5: might not have had a change in water at all. Um, I've been drink- drinking, I guess you could say I've been drinking
4: less water, but I still drink. Like, a good amount of water.
3: Yeah, water is essential to us surviving,
0: so. This might get a little personal, but I'm gonna ask it anyway, because I don't fucking care. (laughs) Have you noticed a change in your, uh, in your sex drive?
4: Sex
3: drive?
0: Or your general horniness?
3: Ah, well. (laughs) Straight to the point.
0: well, I well, more uh, weeds than one Come
2: perfect. Well,
4: ahead. I'll answer that question directly of uh, no, I really I have noticed um I've been getting I've been having less and less uh sexual uh ah, mindset, you could yes. say <laughs> But I just mo I just mean mostly focused on this uh spiritual practice and but yeah I have been noticed I have less and less sexual desires
0: i have a theory on it and i'm gonna keep it brief because i know it's in your moment just i have well not even a theory it's a hypothesis because it's go ahead related. uh just a little quick hypothesis and you can tell me if i'm if you think i'm way off the mark or not but i think you're um you're maybe without even trying you're making your body generate a type of key that calms down your internal that calms down your um it's not your metabolism it's your it's a it's a type of submetabolism i forget what it's called shit we Google it uh we'll just call it submetabolism trying to so get the i have a theory that you're creating a type of chi that does that um which is why you've been eating less meat or why you've had less urge to eat meat than than usual yeah and also uh, the decreased sex drive and i think that's actually a good thing because it helps you conserve more energy that way.
4: Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's true.
0: And focus more energy towards your um, towards your uh, immune, uh, mental, and emotional health.
3: Yeah, the spirit and his mind. But yeah, that's
0: that's, so, that's just a little. That's just a thought.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's correct. That I noticed. Um, Every time I have like sexual thoughts, I mean, I feel like my energy is getting drained or something. But but ever since I've been kind of laying off that, I mean, I've been having a lot more energy to like
5: like do anything really. Yeah, that that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you can share about your discovery so far? Hmm. Let's see. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I just,
4: that's pretty much it. I just, I'm still going out at my Qigong practice every uh, morning and so on. But, but no, I'll perfect. update you guys, I'll update you guys on any uh, future no, changes. No, yeah, that's
3: perfect. I'm, I'm glad. I just, I just, you just keep growing.
0: Um, if that's it, uh, I, I I got just because I finally found out Google. Oh, you gotta know <laughs> he's changing. He's changing his um his metabolic subsets. I think he's uh he's restructuring his meta. I think the type of chi that he may be making is restructuring his metabolic subsets, so it focuses less on his sex drive and muscular strength and focuses more on his immune system, healing yeah. processes, <laughs> and mental health. But that- <laughs> I just I, I fucking googled the word. That's
4: perfect. It. That's. Yeah. That's the perfect how you describe
3: it. That makes sense. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to... Next person is Boris. All right. Boris Bork. So the floor is yours now.
1: Um. <laughs> cool. Um, so I guess for me, I'll start with my introduction. I guess I could just go into, um, into my story for a bit yep, and, um, not take too long. So I was actually, so my family is technically is like Jewish. Technically my mom's Jewish and that's how you decide if you're Jewish, if your mom is. And, but I was always grew up, like they didn't really believe in it. My dad told me he didn't believe in God, so they were what you would call, like, reformed Jews. or not, like... I don't even know. It's weird. Oh, so I grew weird. up... I grew up as a atheist, essentially. I did not believe. And I'm into computers very heavily. I've been on a computer a lot. Um, so am a kid I. Kid <laughs> and, like I'm, like, I'm a software engineer now for my career. By the way, I'm 38. I have a wife, a 10-year-old daughter. Um, so my journey's a, a bit... <laughs> there's a couple... A bit of time so i was always into computers and all this shit and uh, sorry and um was sort of an atheist and kind of believed that consciousness was an emergent property of the brain you know that the world was fundamentally material um which makes sense you know it's, it's like there's this, there's a certain sort of validity validity to that belief, and i sort of come to it from that perspective so um However, I'm not exactly. I mean, I was always into stuff. Like to be completely honest, I was into psychedelics. I actually smoke THC. Like I've I've consumed cannabis, and I just have, want to be honest about this that I've been using it as a substance and kind of allied. And I it. mean, most of it's us do. It's something I do, right? It's something I've allied with and accepted it. Um, but that's not really part of the spiritual journey. How do I actually get into it? So. So. Um, there's this thing, there's this notion called law of attraction. I mean, I've you guys know about the law of attraction?
4: Yes, yes. I've been I have a lot of spin some things with that.
1: Right. And it's like there's a documentary secret and actually maybe I can just maybe I can actually just share my screen here. Yeah, go ahead. And you guys can just watch my stream. Yeah. And um mm. cuz pre- I've just prepared a couple of things very minor so the law of attraction i mean there's this person teal swan i do like her there's a whole but there's so many people in the spiritual community but i do like teal swan and she's kind of controversial but she she uses a lot of her videos for her for me i read a couple of her books and it sort of taught me to love myself that's a huge component we have to love ourselves and we have to fill ourselves be able to provide for ourselves what others can't provide for us. So we need to have a really strong fundamental base of love for ourselves, you know, to be able to just cope with lack sometimes or whatever. Teal Swan taught me a lot of those kinds of things, right? And then um, actually there's another book that I just want to kind of mention out here. And this is a book here called Reality Transurfing. Um, So Reality Transurfing just talk about it shortly it's kind of a book that changed me because there's this law of attraction stuff but nobody really goes into the details of what it is or how to like like you know if you even believe it there's so many questions about it it's so subjective and hard to really nail down there's other there's another person called abraham hicks which also i watched a lot of her stuff she's a channeler and i love channel material um this book um really helped me to solidify the practice in a way and there's some practices in here for example one is was about oh, what do they call it it was like a slice or shield or I actually forget the term where you sort of visualize your idealized self and you integrate that with your experience as in you're constantly seeing who you want to be believing in yourself seeing the best version of yourself and just applying that and saying like that is me you know that's how I see myself and really it's the, the reality is a reflection of our inner thoughts or how we see it. And this book, too, in many ways, helps to solidify that law of attraction stuff because it could get confusing. It can get confusing. Um, and, and there's a certain way to apply it. Um, it's, you know, but ultimately, it's the idea that there's like this potential to teleport ourselves to any potential world. It's almost like that subjective dream world that, that you were talking about, Guan Yu. In, in, in your story where, where it's almost like we're in our each subjective lives and we're creating our own dream world and all we have to do to get to that reality is just visualize that anyway so that's reality chance it's a cool book um okay right so in terms of my story i was actually diagnosed with like early onset ms at some point i don't know like in terms of my vision for spirituality, I don't believe in, like, like the hidden is cool, but at the same token, when we open up with spirituality and there's one consciousness, the privacy is somewhat of an illusion. Because if we're all one consciousness, where is privacy? So it really did, or like, or, or there's, you can't be, you can't stay hidden. You can't stay hidden. So where am I going with this? I had MS. I was diagnosed with it. I, I was l- looking into different things like diets and there's the keto. And actually, I was zero carb for a year and a half. Strangely enough, once I was zero carb for three months, my I had these symptoms. My symptoms was like neurological pain on the left side of my body, like in my leg or in my left side of my body for like no reason, right? And I started taking drugs and the drugs were like even worse than the symptoms half the time. And they didn't even like stop the pain, nor did they stop the MS or food, whatever. So I started like looking for different things, right? And eventually I found the diet and the zero carb diet after three months, actually the symptoms went away and it really helped me, which it's a controversial diet because it's eating only meat. Now I, I'm in Northern climate and my ancestors are kind of northernly from like Eastern Europe this country. So the whole meat, not meat thing, it's sort of controversial. And it's weird that for me, when I started eating only meat is when my spiritual journey began. And, and I started, I was like, you know what? I want to become even healthier. I should look into this stuff called meditation, and I started meditating, and that's where this—that's um, where this book. I started. I picked up this book, *Mind Illuminated*, because I just did some research on good books, and it's like—it's like very detailed. It goes step by step about all the stages of meditation, and how, how you start. And the meditation that I talked there—they would say it's—they would call it like a combination of vipassana samatha. You know, it's—it's it's focused on the breath. You could say with the eyes open or eyes closed and also taking in the surroundings and there's like stages like stage one two three four where stage one is just doing it every single day and stage stage two is is sort of being able to maintain more of a continued attention without getting distracted stage three like it's actually been a while and i could certainly use a refresher of this that i've been thinking of rereading it but at some point for my journey i started uh, for some reason when i started i was like okay let's just go hard and i was like I'm gonna go one hour a day of this stuff. At the same time, I was doing some other stuff, actually. At the same time, I was actually doing this Isha Kriya as well, which is this, which is this. You can find this for free. This is from this guy named Sid Guru, and like I was looking at all these different people, like Teal Swan and Isha Kriya, and like other stuff too, you know, whatever's out there. And coming from an atheist, just trying to like learn about these things, so I started meditating. Actually, no, at, at this, I was just kind of like looking at them but i hadn't really made the plunge into spirituality i guess i was just interested in these things and i just didn't really like know or or maybe chill swan came later and i'm confusing it but regardless at some point i started meditating i got to about 50 hours with the mind illuminated focus at the same time as doing some other stuff and my view started to change and i kind of just threw away that belief um that it's that consciousness is emergent property of the brain and that no longer made sense to me there's actually another video uh, here. Um, this, this, this Bernardo, this guy. That's the future of the... So this, this video actually is what got me to the idea of God, because I started being like, okay, maybe consciousness is the fundamental property. And I could talk about consciousness anytime. There's actually a, a theory of consciousness, which is the scientific way. It's called conscious um, the realism. Like it's the idea, like, and it's there's this thing called the hard problem of consciousness. How do you go from material to immaterial, so this reasonable perspective kind of got me to maybe there's just one consciousness and what could that mean? Then I found this video and it it really describes the idea that that like if we look at the universe and we know there's a relationship between consciousness and matter and we know that the only thing that there is consciousness, what if essentially all of the matter comes from consciousness? Another way of looking at that is what if what if um like, there's a one consciousness. There's a consciousness behind everything, right? And another cool thing actually is sorry. I'm not sure if anybody's actually watching my stream. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah, here. you guys are cool. Yeah, I'm watching. Okay, be mm-hmm. okay, cool. So, so this um, you can see this here. This here's a, this year's an image of um. One of these is the universe and one of them is a brain so we can see there's this huge similarity between the universe and a brain right and then you've got stuff like the quantum quantum double slit experiment which I can't really cover but it's the idea of one consciousness and that actually aligns with with um, Hinduism with this idea of non dualism um, so in terms of the practices I do, I actually joined this Isha Kriya and they teach this Shambhavi Mahamudra practice, which is really awesome. Um, I'm actually also interested in this 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 dude, um, Yogananda. This book is really cool. Um, and if you, anybody's into spiritual and wants to read like a story, there's like so many miracles in it and it's quite incredible about what's possible, what the human is capable of. Um, and I, and he they've got an organization as well. It's called SRF. I started that, but I kind of noped out of that because they're just like, they give me like a lesson a week and then it's like now you got to learn these 38 exercises and it's like holy fuck like the Sorry, the the Sidguru stuff is actually a lot easier to do Anyway, but regardless this is a really cool book and there is a foundation. It's called the self-realization foundation Um, so From being an atheist, I kind of discarded that started believing in God through reason in many ways and I've done these practices over time. I wish I could say I've maintained them. It's still a struggle to have the discipline to maintain all these practices, even though super beneficial. There's actually a lot more other stuff too, like I have tried. I do energy work as well. there's this there's this channeler named uh, named um, so this book, he channeled this book. And it talks about energy work, and through just reading it, it kind of inspires you to do this channeled energy work. I have been interested in like Reiki energy and all this kinds of stuff so I've done all of it I've tried all of it I love you know what I mean, and I come from it for a reason. I'm actually a software engineer by day, I work with computers and I program stuff and and the interesting thing is how has it changed for me? How has my life changed? so might you could ask like as I've gone into uh, this this spiritual because i I used to be really into computers, and I thought that that the brain, that the consciousness, was emerging property of the brain. To be honest, once I became spiritual, it became very challenging for me. I went through a period where, like even now, I I really don't enjoy my work. <laughs> it's a struggle to 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 get through it. But but the universe provides. I've learned that actually I don't need to put any effort into what I do, and the universe will just provide for me. And through all this stuff, I, it's just my choice of sort of what happens. So. Um and yet I'm still coming at it from a rational thing. Oh, you're good. So I guess actually, yeah, I think I guess yeah the, That's all I guess I have. And if you have those questions or anything.
0: I actually wanted to say that I think I find a lot of it's crazy. I think I <laughs> uh I am I do have some mildly narcissistic tendencies, I know, but I, I see a lot of uh a lot of similarities between me and you. Like we both used to be atheists we both had an illness that made us yeah. sort of have to completely challenge that an illness that the doctors and medicine were not helping with.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. For sure. Totally. No, I, yeah, I was going to say the exa- yeah, exact, yeah. yeah, yours is yours is uh... Uh, Oh, is, is is worse. <laughs> uh,
2: well yeah, <laughs> the <with> same that man. <laughs> you
1: know, like like the the whole, you know, um but but mine is pretty bad. So I certainly see the similarities. Like the neurological pain, nobody wants that anytime. And it's yeah, but it's totally similar. It's the autoimmune, right? The body killing itself yeah. when things are just not going right. Exactly.
0: For me, my body was just killing my all my skin.
1: But for yeah. you, your, your brain was being killed. Yeah, You're shut right. down. So the communication similar. is failing. It's actually eating at – no, but it's actually eating at the nerve endings in your brain. That's what MS is. Yeah. It's like a, the communication layer gets eaten away, so now you can't transfer information. I actually
0: used to be pre-med in uh, in college before I dropped out.
1: Crazy. Yo. God. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, re- I'm reading this book right now. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: yeah. It's, it's called Medical Medium.
1: Yes. I, I actually – somebody referred me to that yesterday yeah so i've that. been
6: I've been reading it. It's pretty interesting stuff I mean you know if if we can't imagine a world <clears throat> that can be dictated by a law of one right, then anything is possible, and I mean, I just like actually funny I just opened it up to the page that of the chapter I was just gonna start, and it's on m s <laughs> um yeah but what he's like I haven't gotten to the to like the, the 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 guts of the book yet, but from what from what he's been saying, it's like it's, it'd be an interesting read for you guys.
1: No, for sure, it's it's on my list. I mean, it's the same. There's actually this other doctor named Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is quite incredible. Oh, Joe, I do
0: crazy. I do have a question before yeah. we start going all over the place. Uh, for you, Boris. Yeah. For More sure, down. yeah,
1: any questions or anybody else as well yeah.
0: Alright, you said that you started You began to believe in God through reason That strikes me as interesting <laughs> So my question for you is When you started to say um, One Consciousness So do you believe that God is Do you believe that God is all of our combined yes. <laughs> Consciousnesses? Oh, that's it uh, I was going to ask, or is it Yes that's it. That um that there is a grand consciousness, and we're and that humanity as a whole is more a portion
1: of it. That yes,
0: which, yes. Motherfucker, not say it, Just yes. Yeah, tell me which one it is.
1: Either <laughs> one of those. One of those. Either enough, one of those. I don't know which one of those. it that's could be both,
0: right? You don't know is pretty fair enough. Too. <laughs> I
1: legitimate. I legitimately don't know. I, I think it's like to me the second one resonates more that God is something greater than us. But I legitimately don't know. At the least, it's just everything. It's just, you know, it's just our world is like a. Or like
0: if God was a, um, if God was a body, and we're a system in that body, is basically what I was uh, also wondering as well.
1: Yeah, and I kind of look at it as as. It's more like god is us in a way like we're a part of that so we're an individuation so if anything we're kind of like gods over our own bodies in a yeah. way that the way we feel controls that our bodies function like would we get stressed our bodies shut down you know and and what we believe is the is the world that we go to we have a direct connection with like the reality that we create for ourselves and so.
0: me and wp were actually um or not WP you know charles let's fucking is right now we actually um we went over this kinda of how we discovered he was a Buddhist was we went over the Buddhist great mechanism. I'm not gonna make I'm gonna make this very brief because I don't wanna uh we went over the great mechanism and what you said kinda of struck me, I kinda of started thinking about that. The great mechanism is that the universe as a whole, all of it, God itself is all just one great mechanism, kind of like a human body, and we're all just cells within it, or partial yes. cells. Yes within it. And well the whole thing about um Taoism, or uh, particularly Zen Taoism, is all about trying to fit better in that and help the mechanism as a whole. Whereas normal Taoism is kind of like being a tumor, in which case you take the resources from it to aid yourself, kind of yes. not caring yeah, as much yeah, about the yeah, other yeah. cells. Which is kind That's of what fine.
1: That's fine. <laughs> no, but I do that too. Like, like I, I start, you know, like there's the SRF. Like I've been doing that and. And in there, you're you're focusing on the third eye. So when you're doing the SRF meditation, now, the, I would highly recur, encourage anybody as well, you can pay $80 and get these lessons and they'll send you uh, like every two weeks, you'll get a new lesson and It covers a whole year. And then eventually you can do, but or just read autobiography of a yogi. It's, a, it's an amazing book. But what they do, and I'm not really supposed to tell the specific practices, you kind of look up and you're focusing on the third eye and they visualize like a loop circle with like a golden triangle in the middle. Or sorry, a golden star, and that's supposed to be your connection to God, and you're and you're getting essentially that direct like, superloading you, superloading you with that God energy, you know that. Ah, world, that's for God energy.
0: That's
3: something I can say I've experienced something very similar to that, because that's, that's really, no,
0: so fucking interesting.
3: Yeah, that's that's something that would that will explain a lot what I've been experiencing, because what started this off was my vision with a celestial and. It's it's pretty much that kind of that golden star experience where it was bright as fuck, and I was like, what the fuck, and then I saw this, and I was like, oh shit, and then it spoke to me, and then I started, I was like, okay, well maybe I should just ch- shut up because I'm just going crazy, and all that stuff just blew up to this, and we're all here right now, discussing all this. That spoke
1: to you. And, the exercises that the sro. Oh yes
3: sir. Uh yeah you can talk to master stone because we literally he literally was like hey you should totally do this and I'm like oh, well no nah, i'm going crazy and uh you, you probably missed out on our first i mean meeting.
0: you are still going crazy but yeah yeah
3: <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, it's it's a, i'm still handling it
0: but i'm, I'm very calm and very relaxed Did i say it's crazy that we managed to get around 10, like this turnout i am really happy about this turnout and how it's going, all the people that showed up and are actually, like, not just attending, but giving their practice. I'm loving this yeah. right now. Uh, we, and we, it wouldn't have been possible without Victor making this fucking community and somehow getting these people here. Yeah, so that-
3: <laughs> yeah it's literally, I'll just like... But stuck now, off of
0: Victor's dumbass, going
1: back to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bar. No, it's cool. It's for sure cool. I just wanted to quickly say that the practice for the SRF stuff, and this is like what they tell you to do is there's like a whole bunch of exercises where you're just you're just focusing on every muscle individually. I don't know how to explain like it's like that sort of or like different groups of muscles like you're going up your whole body. And so what they say in the SRF the body's can oh my god that that what? that the that the attention that you give that our conscious attention is like the attention of god and that by simply putting your attention on the body you can heal it you can heal yourself and that's yeah so just that oh that sounds so fucking similar to
0: nidon because that's nidon is all about using the dantians to uh it's nidon is very similar just believe that those triangles you were talking about to cultivate
1: that energy In more than one spot. That's so yep. fucking. similarities
0: and, there. Oh, and I'm also. Uh,
1: yeah, and, and might as well say that I'm an omniist Omnist. I believe that that all religions have value. Like I'm trying to look at the value in every religion and get what it is. Not like like for. So I don't. Dis, oh, I don't. I, just, I look at. That. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. Like for example, Christianity. I'm the same like,
2: way. all oh,
5: my Like you've got God, mystical
1: Christianity. Like you know all that stuff. So i very. I love the esoteric and. It's 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 about unification, right? Like, like that's how I see because of the one consciousness. We're going back to the source. The other side of that is we live our lives looking at other people and being like they're they're not me, they're different than me. I don't belong with them, or they don't belong, or whatever. But instead, we should be looking to say, like, how. You know, let's make it fit the other direction. You do belong. We are the same. We're in the same group. Like, like try to understand and unify. I don't know. I
0: love that you said you're an omnibus. I'm the same way. Although I do believe that some, I think that some beliefs are just better at different practices than others. But that's, well, yeah. That, that's I mean, that's I the value. That's, that's
1: reasonable. Right? That's exactly that's why like we have this. Be de-
5: yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Like, we're I, I, all
1: different people, people. It, well, under the same yeah. roof, technically. Exactly. exactly. And, like, for, for different people, they may, like, you might think one practice is better for you, and I can think another practice is better for me. And it's sort of subjective, and we can both be right, like, at which... Exactly. Of yeah. yeah That's kind Talk of, about what all trans- the same things. It's says? Cool. Yeah. Sorry, what Transurfing says is that we're actually each living our own subjective realities. And then it's just, like, a big combination of all those subjective realities together, but there's no, like, real, it's like... Like and we no just reality. have to
0: realize that my yeah. reality is better than everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I mean, if we're all one consciousness, then your reality is our reality, so it's all good. Yeah. See, it's at the same time because I'm a rationalist. I acknowledge that, like, somebody can come in, for example, like Charles. Sorry to pick you out, Charles. Because we were talking about the Big Bang earlier. I kind of wonder, like, what is he thinking all this? Because, like, I know there's some people. There might be some people here who are not as spiritually inclined. He might be have BFK. an F K. Oh, he's playing his. He game right? just. He might have just left because of what I'm talking about. i Oh, sorry. he didn't sorry. leave. Oh, yeah, I, just I know He, would, he
0: would never. By the way, I've known Charles for like years. I would consider him ultimately my best friend. We've known each other for years. He would never just fucking bail out, but he does. He could go AFK because he's a fucking idiot, or fall a fucking sleep. Is he?
1: Is he? <laughs> that hasn't happened in months. Like, That's do it. you believe this stuff, Charles? Huh? What well, you guys are talking? Yes. Oh, you do. So you do know, So he's a believer. So mostly everybody here is a believer, right? <laughs> yeah, so I wouldn't be yeah. here. Otherwise. So
3: like, when I put out my message for people to know, I literally tell them, like, "Hey, I talk to a spiritual being and I talk to a celestial person. So, if you're okay with that." You 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 should be okay.
0: <laughs> he talked
3: to a magic goat man in space. I, that I talked to a day. magic goat man <laughs> in space, and he gives me messages and tells me how awesome I am, and he tells me everything I need to know and nothing at all at the same time. There you so, go. once people read that, if they yeah. get, if they don't get if they don't understand what it is, they they they're not gonna get it. Yeah.
7: You see, I can see why you might ask that. Is because, like, similarly to Dark Whip, I attribute most of my beliefs more towards science than spirituality.
5: Yeah.
0: And I've, I've been struggling with that a lot because I've been kind of, like, because there's so many things that don't seem to fit in the scientific method or it, it, it's hard to explain through, the, through our current scientific yeah. method. And
3: once it gets discovered, it's going to be a whole other level of science. Science knowledge well, that that's we didn't the whole
0: know. thing, if it's discoverable through our current scientific method, then we might have to start rethinking it
3: I mean the whole thing we will yeah exactly how, how else do you expect there to be like objects that move like past faster than the speed of light speed of light of
1: yeah. Yeah. well, i mean I don't know it's the idea is there could be limits to what science could do like that that's the thing it could be set up such that. We may then never we be able to know.
0: quantum science.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and nobody claims to know anything about yep. that. It's like because it's so confusing what we see there. I feel like science is stuff that we just know now,
3: <laughs> and we can quantify
0: it. It's almost like when um, uh, Isaac Newton discovered there were different uh, wavelengths of light when everybody yeah. used to think that light. The concept of light was that there's just black light, there's red light. There's green light. He was like, no, all light's the same. It's just on different frequencies. And that idea, he was actually laughed out because it was only like till five years after he uh, published it, people actually uh, took it seriously because before that, you know, they laughed at him, called him a joke of a scientist, and he got really depressed over it. Technically,
3: that explains everything you guys are talking about right now. We're all different frequencies, but we're all one light.
0: Well, I don't necessarily believe in that, but that's the whole purpose of this show and tell, is to uh, talk about everybody's... Yeah, simulation.
3: like, you're a green light, I'm a pink yeah, light. Fine. Put us all together, we're all one light. Motherfucker,
0: I'm the best light. <laughs> well, you're
3: best we for green don't stuff.
1: I don't that's for sure.
0: Green? I like yellow and orange, motherfucker.
3: Well, currently, but, your, your square is bl- green.
5: Actually, let's say there's one
1: consciousness, and then... It's the consciousness essentially subdividing itself to experience polarity, to experience to be, like, to experience suffering essentially, because you're going from a state of perfect unification and bliss into lacking, into missing something, to being less than you're used to being, and that's pretty much our existence here. Yeah.
0: Um, that's an interesting theory that. Not all talents, but specifically Needon practitioners have. Oh my God, we're getting all off. I, after this, we really gotta get to the next person. But yeah, that's <laughs> <it>. no, <we're, laughs>
3: this is just Q and A right now. Is there anybody else? Yeah, that's it for now. Um, all the other guys. Or does
0: anybody else want to go?
1: Maybe somebody else wants to go now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Skip what I was saying. <laughs> does anybody else have a um a presentation?
1: What I'm going to.
3: Just gonna open the floor. Have you got something to say?
1: Anybody still here? Right, <laughs> okay, no,
3: I'm put some random people I'll on go the see spot. I'm going to go to the text chat. They <laughs> <want more. laughs> there, there
0: you go. go. Just keep putting random people on the spot until somebody... <laughs> Maybe another call. Oh, I mean, could... it's fine. Yeah, well, I don't, have, I don't have, like, a presentation. I, don't, I can't, no, like, fine. screen share,
6: but I can tell you my journey.
0: That's fine. Yeah, tell us your journey in 30 minutes or less, motherfucker.
6: <laughs> <laughs> tell <laughs> us your journey.
0: <laughs> yeah,
6: well, so I'm 32. I live in Canada. Um, I'm out in Alberta right now but I grew up in Ontario doesn't really matter all that stuff um, I guess my spiritual journey probably started I read a book well, I'm sure you guys know what it, it's called Sapiens
1: oh, it's and, on my list too I gotta read that
6: I mean it's oh, sorry, sorry. You, know, you gotta take everything you read with a grain of salt right because Oh shit! There's so many things I could go into. Maybe I should prepare.
1: Um, no man. But,
6: so basically,
0: I just read that number. We'll cut you off when you when you take too long. Don't worry. <laughs> uh,
6: perfect. <laughs> good. I want that. Please, actually. <laughs> so, the past three years for me have been like super tough. Um, just like as a just as a human, right? It was had a best friend commit suicide. The next year on the same day. I saw a friend of mine get put in a coma. My grandmother died. And then broke up with my girlfriend for three years. So it was like a whirlwind of shit. <laughs> um but then I just you know, kinda it took me a different direction in my life. So I'm a musician. I played on cruise ships for years and years and years. Before that, you know, I did the regular career thing and I worked in media for a while and then I did uh, financial advising for four years. But, I, you know, I've been I've been a wanderer and I've known that, um, but I got to a point in my life where I just wanted to stop wandering and I wanted to figure out why I was wandering and I wanted to understand who I was and what my purpose was. And there were so many things about life and the way that society was running that because I had such a diverse past, I was able to to see kind of from the outside looking in. Um, and it, it, it kind of set me off and I tried to kill myself in December. And, you know, since then it's been an absolutely just a complete mind fuck for me it's been like a crash course in spirituality and you know whatever whatever I'm like whatever it it comes down to whatever caused it it doesn't really matter to me because it set me on such a such a cool path of exploration and um, yeah I mean I don't even know if I would have any
1: oh shit we lost him no. no, his pussy. Oh, no. He oh, man. It was too, too hard. Much. It was too hard because cause... the
0: reptilians took him.
1: Damn. No, it's, it's hard to get that out. Can you imagine? Wait, December? Like, it's hard. It's really hard. Uh,
0: that was, uh, how I don't know we he have tragic backstories? Uh, I'm going to private Jesus message him. I think his internet just went out or something. It's but, probably.
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Just He's in a case a I'm a private fluke. message him. Yeah, just the Illuminati, probably. I'm telling you, reptilians
0: yeah. got yo no we're reptilians generating yes. too much energy. <laughs> I,
1: I was reading like I don't know if you know West Prentra. Right? I started reading like his stuff, all of the stuff. And, and and then and then I lost my reader. Like I was like, oh my god. I lost the e-reader. I feel like it was somehow connected because I was just reading stuff I shouldn't be reading.
3: Yep. That's exactly what it is. It's like too much info. The world
7: was
1: like... Real no. taco. we need to get some VPNs because of those fucking reptilians. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I'm on a VPN. Well, not on one right now, but I have one.
0: Nord VPN? Actually,
1: Well,
3: Nord. well we are not sponsoring VPN yet. I'll, let the sponsor us. It <laughs> did. they're I sponsored them?
1: I don't have Nord. I wish I, I kind of well on a switch to Nord VPN because, like, there's this Nord site that's great. called Nord Nord That, that cool. Privacy Site. That Privacy Site. And you can go there to look up the, like, VPNs, and I was surprised to learn that, like, the one I'm using, for example, is in like the Five Eyes jurisdiction, which means they can share all the information with like four other countries. What's the point of this VPN at all? Like, yeah, VPNs, um, it's, it's not China, I don't think, but it's like, by uh, well, it's like,
7: very simple stealing video games.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. You probably know, don't even need a VPN for that. <laughs> no,
7: you really do.
1: If right. you the... Oh, in the US, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Might as well uh, use one anyway. Comcast.
2: Yeah, they
7: will, uh, they, unlike most internet companies, they actually crack down when people steal shit using their
3: service. Oh. Huh. I'm going to have to so, remember that when I go back to the US.
1: So, yeah. No. Just get a VPN, it's fine.
7: Yeah,
1: Nord's cheap and it's great. Well,
3: hopefully, they sponsor this video after uh, you talking about this so much.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, um, uh, uh, uh does anybody else want to share? Uh, wait, no, Kevin already went. I went. Boris went. Um, Victor and Charles, no one cares. Uh, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, it's so fucked up. Um, Ito. Ito to, co- to, ke- to K? To K- to key? I don't know how to pronounce that. I know Ito's first. I don't you think have he has any- a mic. Oh, that might be possible, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a mic. Uh, Luffy, would you like to go? I also do you have don't think have a mic okay
5: No, I'm, just really, so I'm
0: here to listen oh, okay, today okay. oh he's just yeah. here to listen okay oh yeah you said that by oh, yeah, the I, I, yeah you said you said you were more that's cool i mean yeah i mean that oh, yeah. is
8: like i had this journey is just you know no not right now
0: yeah if you don't feel like sharing that's fine i mean we won't force you to until we force you to <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> uh, oh master of stone you don't have a mic Yeah, i would share my
7: journey but there really isn't is one it's mostly just me getting Bored in high school and being lazy in class.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God.
7: laughs> yeah. I basically one year in high school. I basically just spent my first hour
8: just playing on a Chromebook Doom. Actually, maybe maybe oh. I can share something. So it's about what you guys were saying um, about science and spirituality. It's like a lot. A lot of people think that spirituality is not logical. It's illogical, but I actually oh, think it's back. the opposite. Hey, Amen. Yeah. I
0: think it's rational, not logical. Because I you're think rational. We're not
8: No, I, I think it's logical. Like like how Boris said he like he started to believe in God through reason. Like I think it's it's logical. We just like we just don't know the right logic for it, if that makes sense. Like like once you like reach the the proper logic, like the actual ro- logic of the universe, like you would know stuff because it's really not illogical. Like, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's what I think. I feel like it's logic for me. I don't know. I mean,
1: uh, it's like I said. Or, I mean, here, I'm just going to link this video Bernardo Castro's Small Theory of Everything. It explains it better than I could. It's just like if you look at that picture of the universe in the brain.
8: Yeah, there's a lot more than just that. But, like if you look
1: at, No, for sure, I you're saying.
8: No, if did... you if you look at like the the Milky Way, I mean, like yeah, the man. shape, and then like the Fibonacci sequence, and like if you look at your thumb, there's more. There's more evidence to to that. By the way, like if you look at your thumb, and look up the Fibonacci sequence, and then look up like the Milky Way and how it looks, and, like the universe in general, you, you'll see more pictures. And proof that of that it's exact right, same right, thing right. you said. So, yeah.
1: Interesting. Maybe that's like the golden ratio.
8: Hmm. It is, it is the golden ratio. Yeah, yeah it's I the think, same.
1: Yeah, golden ratio. I remember about that. But it's kind of disproven a little bit, but it is cool. I mean, this feeling that there's this like this like purpose that it's all like design, right? We see yeah. evidence of it. Or like the simulation argument, it's kind of like similar to that too. Well, the, the only thing, issue yeah. with
0: that is that we're designed to see similarities in objects. Like, yeah. we're, our brains are hardwired to see that. Yep. That's the only problem.
3: All right, let's bring back, any, back Van. Any
0: single thought? Oh, there we go.
3: We'll bring what? you back in. You were, you were talking, and then you dropped out.
6: Yeah, I don't know when I dropped out. When the, what's the last thing I said? You could have ended at a really like depressing place, but it's not.
3: Oh, it sounded like you are about to. You're talking about your deep darkness, or what was, your dark journey, downhill. About how you broke like up with
6: Dark Journey Downhill?
3: Was, yeah, It was yeah, a, yeah. so a bit ago. It, it, it was,
6: it was a whirlwind of shit. I never had like an easy childhood either. Um, you know, we were we had roommates in and out of the house. Um, you know, there was different types of abuse that I saw and was victim to. Um, and you know, my family split when I was young, when I was like three. Um, but you know, from the outside, we looked like a pretty good family and we were it, it had nothing to do with any of that it was all circumstance um but i really like everything added up to this one moment where i was just like what the fuck right i was like when am i gonna catch a break and when i like like when nobody really is looking out for me and and then i and then i just tried to kill myself and there was this fucking moment man when i when i did and it was the most peaceful moment that I have ever experienced. And, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it didn't, it didn't happen. But to me, 100% what that was was my ego death.
1: Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Did you try to kill yourself? Yeah. So, so what, 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 what happened? Like, what, what did you do? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, if that's it's too okay. painful, then like, then, like, clearly you don't have to. No, no, I wouldn't
6: word. bring it up if it was too painful, right? It's, um... I mean, dude, I was struggling with mental illness and I you know, I was going through different cocktails of what I was trying to find. And I mean, I was getting input left, right and center and, and all over the place. And one day it was just, it was too much. And I felt like nobody was looking out for me. Nobody cared about me. Uh... I didn't care about myself. And, you know, so I just drank, I don't know, 40 or something. I shoved all my pills down my mouth and went out to the, went out to the, the place, or the, what the fuck am I looking for? The farm is here at yard across from my house, and laid down and was, like, willing, and I was ready. And I was, it was, like, super peaceful. It was bizarre. It was really wow. bizarre. And, and wow. then the rest is, like, I don't remember the rest. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, you're here. We're yeah. still talking to you. Yeah. And I'm Thank God.
6: For that. Yeah, I am grateful for that, you know. Um, and then that was it. That was the bottom. And I made it. And I was out the other side. And it was so liberating. But what it really did was it, it shattered my, yep. the veil of what I thought was important and what is yeah. and what isn't. And so, so much, so many of the constructs that I believed were just truths got deconstructed immediately. And I was, spe- I spent, so I had to, I had to figure out a method of making sense for this reality. And what I realized is that I wasn't the fucking crazy one. And I just began to forgive people around me. I began to forgive myself, but that was the last piece. And that's still a continuous journey. Um, but when I opened myself up to forgiveness, forgiveness I opened myself up to possibility um and that like you guys are talking about conserving energy like talk about conserving energy when you forgive everyone and yourself like you do literally expend no energy on that so when i drove out here it was a huge it was like i i just audiobooks 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 i just consumed knowledge and that's i've always been on that quest for my entire life is just to consume as much knowledge as i can Uh, It doesn't mean wisdom. It just means knowledge. It just means stuff that anybody can learn, you know? Um, And there was one book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And it really made me become self-aware because it allowed me to disconnect from my thoughts and disconnect who I am from my thoughts and realize that the experience of this, the experience is my soul observing this physical life. It's the one who can look at my thoughts and be like, is that a good thought? Is that a bad thought? Yes. It's, it's the one who can connect with other people and understand their, like be empathetic towards other people. And when you can, like when I started to be able to do that, that's what really opened up my spirituality because I realized even the worst people have some pretty fucking terrible stories. And, and yeah, just that, like, it's just liberating. And then I can explore all these things and like things just start happening. And I'm super lucky to be, to have found you guys out of like virtually thin air for me. And uh, I mean, that's the universe talking to me. That's me. Well, I anything. actually got.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Professor X. I mean, Victor. Yeah,
6: I don't. No, it's. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. You,
3: it's your joke, but it's kind of fucking weird at the same time. <laughs> so he's yeah. been. He's been joking that Professor X, have this unique power. <laughs> well,
6: who knows, man? And like, think about this too. So if we, if we, if thoughts pop into our head, right? They're and they're not. Our thoughts. Where where are they coming from? Where are they generating from?
3: So that's what I was thinking too. Because I'm sorry. Literally, something's been guiding me, and then myself, Master Stone, and Goldfish has been like, "We were like, whoa, what is this?" So the the divine ball, whatever it is, is already rolling, and I'm quoting Goldfish: "It can't be stopped." So literally, I just started. The framework for the beginning, which is this, the order. It could change to whatever it is in the future, but the fact that this already, I already started it. I manifested in reality already. It's gonna, it's gonna get yeah. blown up into something way bigger than we know, and that may not be in our lifetime. But it's already been started, and we may never see the end of it. But we might be the fallen founders put posted on someone's wall. <laughs>
6: No. You know, but think about this, Victor, think about this too, right? We, we like, when I, when I joined back in the conversation, you guys were talking about Fibonacci sequence and the golden ratio. Yep. What it is, is it's a singularity, which is just a thought, which creates the existence of anything yep. charged with energy. And then yep. it becomes the sequence of continued energy into that singularity.
3: Oh,
5: and then
6: it's this. And it's the sum of everything that was prior to it yeah right yeah so that's that's again that's just a theory like that's like, essentially I what's I fucking know.
3: what it feel like is happening because <laughs> literally people just pop it out yeah. of nowhere and like hey <laughs> i
6: i well, think that's, that's when the synchronicities start rolling right Yeah."
3: And I, yeah, I can't stop it. I feel like, okay, well, this is happening again. All
6: right, that's cool. And look, it's, it's, it's a peaceful thing, and which is the most beautiful thing. It's just people getting together and sharing their thoughts. And then, you know, a lot of thoughts that have already come up in this conversation have changed my own thoughts. And now I can come out of this conversation, think about it further. And yeah. then when the opportunity arises, teach it to somebody else and raise the vibrational frequency of the planet yeah
3: and that's what that's exactly what the goal is the ultimate goal which is crazy and i already yeah. we really started the ball rolling and now we're slowly the thing I playing find very
0: interesting yeah sick man about this community the thing i found like extraordinarily interesting about this community and the only reason why i've decided to even stick around this long I've been in so many discord communities cuz I I've, I have searched around a bit. I've been in so many different spiritual discord communities, right? And the end result is usually it, it's going to be either you're going to have self-proclaimed healers and gurus that are forcing their narrative and their beliefs and anything that conflicts too much with that gets shut out. Yeah. Or it's just a bunch of gate it's just a bunch of gaming uh, stoners sharing fake made-up Stories from creepypasta, you know, (laughs) that's usually it. Like, oh, I saw a demon move the other day. Don't forget the (laughs) or uh, (laughs) that, too. And then you also have the role players who are just trapped in a fantasy, essentially. That's what I was really afraid that this community was going to be like when it because I I was here when it seemed like there were only like four active members or some shit. Literally, I was really afraid. of (laughs) It's so weird that... I'm looking now. Look at the announcement. How many active members... Like This community is very rare in terms... Because I've been... I don't know if you guys have been around, but I've been in about 10... I can say around 10 different communities. This is the only one that's like this. (laughs) (coughs) That's crazy.
3: I I honestly don't know how I I started this. It's just something spoke to me. It's like, you need to fucking do it. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'll... I'll, I'll I'll keep all my crazy writings. Like I, I wrote down all my visions and everything that's happened to me, and just I kept it to the side. I was like, it's cool. I'll just hide. I'll just hide. No, oh, man. And then like, I posted it on Reddit, and then Master Stone was like, dude, you should you should fucking do it. And I was like, what? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and that's that's what? where it started. Like Master Stone was like, hey, let's 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 start this off, and then he basically been helping me build it from the beginning. I I gave oh, oh, baby. Yeah, I gave Master Stone literally all my craziness, and he was like, "You know what? let's let's think about it this way, and this way, and this way, and this way, and then all the pieces are falling together slowly each day."
6: That's awesome. Well, thank you. Like seriously, this is uh, it's a huge it's a huge mental health outlet too, I, for myself maybe only, but Don't just tell. to be able to talk about it openly and not have people look at you like you're a, you're a Fourteen-eyed
0: weirdo. Uh, yeah, you don't I'm know how I'm looking way. at you. Totally I don't know. You know what the hell you? I, I'm looking at you like you're all kind of weirdo. Just yeah.
7: kidding.
0: Yeah. No, be quiet, I'm Oreo. Totally oh, go! F- I'm a cheetah man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
7: <laughs> My joke is to people who don't understand, the uh, skin thing he was talking about earlier gave him a pigmentation disorder.
0: I literally do look like a fucking <laughs> cheetah man. But, uh, but uh,
1: <laughs> I just want to say, like, for the record. I do mostly just smoke pot, watch monster movies, and play video games. <laughs> 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 I, I would do the same. if It was illegal for me in Japan.
0: Yeah, <sighs> I was telling, like, when I, I, I first joined, I was telling, I don't know, where the fuck, what happened to Goldfish? Anyway, I was telling both Victor and Goldfish, I don't and know. also Stone was there, too. I talked to him. He, he's, he's been busy with work. He's he's also uh, engineer. I don't know.
3: I don't know why I keep getting all these engineers, but he's a, he's an engineer as well. Goldfish, he's one of the.
0: And that's something that. interesting.
1: That's
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, I was talking. We got and also we got Boris, who's fucking software engineer. I was I said at the beginning of this. This is looking like the beginning of something similar to the Freemasons.
3: Yeah, you did say that. because.
0: <laughs> Whatever, well, I'm alright with that. I don't know if you guys have heard into their history. Like before they before they got millions of dollars and everything went to shit. Because everything sort of turned to shit after they got super duper rich. But yeah. before they got super duper rich, they were just a bunch of people. I mean, that's before of, like, like, we would make our second
7: organization for real numbers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <gosh. laughs> anyway, before they got a whole bunch of money involved, they were just a bunch of working class people that like got together, exchanged information, and experimented with each other on different architectural strategies, construction, physics, et cetera. They got a whole bunch of money thanks to this. Like all of them became, and for their time, you know, because and had the money, moment, they became pretty much rich millionaires type people for their time period. Um, and and, uh, and later on, you know, the government became kind of afraid of them, so they got shut down a few times. But eventually, they became so rich that their original motive, which was to educate humanity as a whole and yeah. to become educated as a whole. That kind of got washed away with the millions of dollars. <laughs> 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 I, I kind of see this community being like that because they they started off with uh, architects, head architects, um, brick masons. We don't need that nowadays. Talking modern times, you got a fucking software engineer, <laughs> yeah. electrical engineer, whatever the fuck Victor does. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck I might do in the future. Maybe. You're actually
1: right. In that, if you have an idea for software, I might actually be willing to do it because I've, I've struggled to find purpose in my own life. But I've, of course, I've if I do want, have one.
6: What Yeah, I'll, try, I'll talk to you
1: off the line. Yeah, message me. Message me. Or whatever. But yeah, that's what's yeah, like
0: eventually it. we'll get to the point where we'll have a community
1: yeah. of, of
0: experts. Of yeah, we'll have a community professionals. Of people that are that are all helping each other. Like, motherfucker, uh, help help me put together this website, and I'll help you like fucking put together your finance account. Or Starcraft
3: something. made this logo for me, and I guess you got you got. Oh yeah,
0: Starcraft actually made something for me too. Yeah. So what, what? here's here's something
6: I've been I've been uh, what's this on? Funny, like this right here is like it's, it's amazing i'm so glad I, I found it um but it's it's you know it's trade economics it's everybody has their own value everybody brings value into it and th- those are the real roots of actual communism not communism like
0: uh, oh my god somebody else god damn. you're the first person i've ever met to bring up communism like that
6: the original communism with the word
0: communism avoid, like
7: hardcore politics
0: yeah, it, it,
6: it's 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 a it's a theory that's void of politics.
0: Nobody's ever made a communist society like that ever. The idea's been around, but no one's exactly. ever made it. <laughs> well, because
6: because it, communism isn't. It, it's absolutely like it's it's opposed to the to the view of nations. <laughs> like it doesn't make it doesn't they don't work together yeah. because a commune is not a nation. Because a nation is is massive and it's several communes together, but the economic yeah, are supposed to stay within the communes. Like that's that's commune economics.
0: It's pure equal trade and exchange. That's yeah, completely. Everybody is on a completely equal playing field of trading bring, and exchange. They, shit.
6: Because they bring their own value to the table, but we. When we start dictating what's valuable and what's not based on paper economics, that's when things get to be distorted. I only get people who well, <laughs> yeah, well, 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 are
0: fucking greedy.
6: Well, yeah, people are fucking greedy. So it's like, it's like the, the invention, the invention of of coins, right? It's basically because they wanted to make transatlantic um, trading. But the problem is is that a lot of the goods would perish along the way. So they, would base, they basically invented coins like in around like the Venice or so region because that they're was the gateway to the east.
0: Yeah, they're basically just a few – you're selling somebody a future. Instead of giving you 3,000 uh, crops at once, I'll give it to you over the course of five years.
6: Exactly, but here's a coin that you can now use to trade immediately.
0: Yeah, you can trade that five-year contract using the small coin.
6: Exactly, and now, but then people realize that, like, so there are so many things in terms of economics, like portability, storability, right? Those things don't apply to to coins, but they apply to almost everything else. So, what was, you're saying is our different. community
0: needs to start doing microtransactions.
7: Yes. Oh God damn it! So, <laughs> <laughs> what do we call it?
3: What what do we call the currency? currency.
1: Cryptocurrencies.
3: All right, we'll call it <laughs> cryptocurrencies.
2: Yeah, <of> uh,
1: <laughs> no, that's what it is. Cryptocurrencies uh, are the ultimate microtransaction. It yeah, is. It is. That,
6: like, it so is. So I forgot about that, so yeah. Accurate. I know a lot about yes. like, current economics and past economics, but, but Bitcoin and shit moving forward, like I don't even have opinions on it because I have no fucking clue.
1: Well, they have, I, I don't know really, I'm going to be honest that when you're talking about communism and stuff like that, I'm just like, I don't really know anything about that or even this trade economics thing. I don't really, I'm not going to claim to know that, but the, but cryptocurrencies, they just have properties that are better than traditional coins basically. Cause like all the advantages of coin, you have the same properties with cryptocurrencies, but way more because there's control, there's traceability, there's, they're limited in nature. Yeah. Um, there's security. There's an anonymity, potentially, maybe. Yeah.
0: The differences like uh, currency controlled by countries, those currencies are always, always related to commodities. They're always related to oil, uh, precious minerals, common minerals. Unco- they're always related to a commodity, whereas cryptocurrency is a currency that is related to no commodity at all. It's well, not related to yeah. a commodity or service therefore the value aside wait, but is assigned isn't it opinion. Just related on trust Exactly it is a completely opinionated trust based currency
1: Yeah it's an artificial commodity like it's like exactly. it's, it's 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 but there's it's a but virtual scarcity it is a virtual commodity but, but the thing is our current financial system is no longer based on like you know, physical resources. Well, so, it actually, is like in, the US. in the US.
0: Yeah, we use a the
1: convoluted
0: scheme to make people forget about it. But Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't, it how how is. so?
1: Because I thought they moved away from that. Because, for example, we just like ever since the uh, creation of what is it, the the reserve? You know, the 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 Federal Reserve. Federal reserve. They just yeah. generate wealth, and then they generate like billions, trillions of dollars, and just give it to well, the tr- banks and, and, the and bail and them out, All the bailouts and up. This is the reason owned. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, this is the reason
0: why uh, the U.S. actually has a huge stockpile of gold, silver, etc. It's not because they actually want to use it. It's because technically, as a citizen, uh, you have the right to contact the U.S. government to buy uh, commodities directly from them using dollars, because dollars. Yes, wait, wait, that's wait, wait. I don't think it's true
1: if, anymore. If we're, if
5: we're
0: no, no, it still dollars, is. It
7: actually
1: can, still is. Wait,
7: you wait, wait. So you're saying it. if I have what what money, I can contact the west government and purchase what I need from them.
0: Yes, you actually could. Now, it would be a very... It would probably take years because no one's done it in a long time, but legally speaking... Challenge accepted. You're still allowed to do it. <laughs> They're like, probably is this gonna the be kind like, of thing the where the they have thing? to accommodate if you can pay for it? It's yes, they actually do. There, there were some old people back in the '60s, as a matter of fact, who did this because they believed that the they believed that the uh, U.S. stock market was going to plummet and the value of a dollar was going to be decreased. So they wanted to get the gold that it was worth now because gold was going to be big. So they so they actually ended up doing this way back in the '60s.
1: How long so, did no, it take? No, dude, no. Here, look at you, this. Look at this. Okay, this page says it was backed by gold. The federal government stopped allowing citizens to exchange currency for government gold with the passage of the Emergency Banking Act of 1933. What the gold standard, which backed U.S. currency with federal gold, ended completely in 1971. When the U.S. also stopped issuing gold to foreign governments in exchange for U.S. currency. I don't know. Oh, 1970. Well, what I'm talking about happened in the 60s. I only know because my grandmother told me about it. It's just, it like used to be this way, but now, I mean, it doesn't really change the argument. It probably should be that way for sure. Like, I'm just saying now it's no longer, it's no longer like that. I don't think it is. I mean, maybe, I mean, whatever, it's fine. It's like, prove me wrong or it looks, like, I got it from just this page. This could be wrong. Yo, it doesn't it, matter. It really doesn't matter. It's that, that's such a, like, oh, if, if, it's, if it's from a, Investopedia,
0: way. then I believe it because Investopedia is pretty legit. I was just going to say, like,
6: this is the world we live in. Like, there's so much information that none of it we we know is true
0: or not. It's so fucked. No, well, it's but, Oh, no. Yeah, we what we do is we compare each other's information yeah. in order to get we to do. The, yeah,
1: like you know the bailouts? you remember
0: the and is what we do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's there's how we stay problems. informed. Right? But man,
6: that's a, that's so. a mad mad problem right now. Like for general society.
0: And that's why we make our groups, just like the Masons, so that we'll be millionaires. No. (laughs) Millionaires that can influence society. And
3: we
7: absolutely let it corrupt us. Exactly. I would, I would very much like
0: to say I'm a millionaire high school dropout.
7: Yeah. So we let
0: all the millions world. corrupt our, corrupt our entire nature, <laughs> <laughs> and we go from being these people that want to elevate the humanity to becoming the people who want to enslave it.
7: There you go. Yeah, man.
6: And you
0: know now, so now, now,
7: hold on. Enslaves, <laughs> not the right word. they are indentured servants. There you go.
6: Then it becomes legally okay. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Fuck, man. That's
0: the oof. Listen, I'm not enslaving you. I'm just saying, if you want to live in my country, if you want to live on my land, you have to pay me a certain amount of money every year (laughs) or else I'll throw you in jail. It's okay.
3: eh? Once the world burns down, all all (laughs) the earth will be
0: free. And And then,
6: you know what? And then your family will pay for you to be in there.
0: Exactly. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You're going to do things there to pay for your own stay, like, you know, make license plates, baskets. Oh, that's extra.
6: <coughs> that's great. They take taxpayers' dollars, man. Like Or, like, like
7: meaningless manual labor, like smashing rocks with pickaxe.
6: Yes, they do all
0: of that. Well, actually, it wasn't meaningless. They were doing it to make uh, roads and shit and to level off areas for housing. It's really S- fucked up.
6: Slavery. Like, it's slavery. It's all fucking slavery. It's nuts, man.
0: No, they were just in shackles. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> <beating> <laughs> the the when they a crime, exactly yeah. by losing your right as a citizen, that means you're fair game to any country who wants to enslave you. Oh man,
3: welcome to China. <laughs> no, we're
0: talking about the U.S. Oh, I mean,
3: mean, same thing. <laughs> it's just you don't know it yet. Once, but it's just slower. Like, what is it? Who's that one? The whistleblower. What's his game? What's oh, the guys we that... use
0: psychological torture yeah. to make people not fight back. China uses physical torture.
3: Yeah, there's just so
0: I early murder. Ever heard of solitary? Oh, you don't want to work? Oh, you don't want to make the license plates? Okay, solitary. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't want to make it after
5: that.
7: Did you talk back to me? Solitary. Yeah, yeah. you know. go. <laughs> like, oh,
0: okay, they, they
7: Did you just make a noise in your cell? Solitary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you refuse to make your bed?
7: Solitary. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did you not eat your food? Solitary. Exactly. No, 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 You're refusing to eat your food, threatening suicide? Okay, we'll strap you down to a bed. We'll keep you so doped up that you can't even move. And we'll force a tube down your throat and force liquid food down there every day so that you're forced to stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> that That's called ah. the prison psych ward. Yeah. <sighs>
3: All right, well, I'm going to stop the recording now. So no wonder. So good, yeah. good <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: we're
7: getting
6: all off show. At the
3: uh, end. I appreciate but all you guys one, coming one, out here.
6: One deep fucking breath. Yeah,
3: I'll probably explain more about like what, what I what I did to bring this all, because I see a lot of new faces here. Um, I'll just have to repeat the story again. Um, but I'm so glad to see more and more people, and I appreciate all your Oh, mindset. yeah, yeah, Victor. Yeah.
0: There's something I wanted to talk to you about. Actually, uh, did you see everything? You were- oh, yeah, you did. I just looked at Yeah, uh, Everything in moderator chat. Yeah, I'm going to end
3: the recording now. Thank you for your time.
0: Yeah. Anyone
5: else
3: that's listening?